our second show ever, public affairs programming here. More than just music at KCI, we're talk as well, as I'm finding out on my first run on the talk show radio programming. In the background, you're listening to Tristeza, right there for you. Again, this is Our Digital Future, where librarians around the world discuss the digital future of our information spaces. I want to thank our guests last week, Virginia Allison, the academic university librarian for visual studies here at UCI. This week we had a lot of possibilities. I think we'll save them for the future weeks of the summer. I'll tell you a little bit more about them after our first song of the hour. I like to keep music a part of talk so we'll start each show off with a song related to libraries and then we'll have a song in the middle of our hour by Braid and a song at the end of our hour by Braid my favorite indie band that formed at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign where I'm starting library school next month Masters of Library Information Science Yay, libraries. So let's get to our library song. Last week we played My Morning Jacket's song entitled Librarian. This week, let's listen to one by Belle and Sebastian. This is off their album, Push Barman to Open Old Wound. From 2005, we're going to hear a song called Put the Book Back on the Shelf. Now, isn't that appropriate? Let's check it out. Please call us up if you'd like to participate in the conversation on libraries and librarians and the future of our information spaces. We'd like to focus on film and media, art, music. Those are my favorite topics in libraries. That's what I use libraries for most is the media and art aspect. Visual studies is my topic of interest in the academic librarian world. So stay tuned for future weeks with future guests. Let me tell you more about those right after this song. Thanks for listening. Sebastian, you're in a mess. You had a dream. They called you king of all the hipsters. Is it true or are you still the queen? The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information on this or other KUCI programs, visit KUCI.org or KUCITalk.org. KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I had an idea. Oh, there we go with some more Tristeza in the background. 
Okay, I had an idea to call the Langston Library Reference Desk to talk about libraries, but when you go on their website, their reference hours end at 5 p.m. How unfortunate. But perhaps I could call another reference desk in the future. Right now, if you'd like to visit the UCI libraries, you could check out lib.uci.edu. They're open till 8 p.m. And they have some great suggestions for successful visits. Like, what do you need from a library? Figure out what you need first, and I'll tell you a little tip. They have great magazines from all over the world in all, su all subjects, be it art or film or music, which are my favorite topics. They're there, and they're periodically updated. That's why they're current periodicals. You can go and see the newest issue of your favorite music journal from Australia. And I mention Australia because one of our guests for most likely next week is going to be Annie Seidel. She's from Australia and she just did a movie called Hollywood Librarian. I think that would be very interesting to talk to her about because living in Australia and writing a movie about Hollywood Librarian brings up a lot of questions to mind for her as a writer, director, whatever. We'll, we'll see next week, hopefully, if she doesn't mind calling long distance for an hour. Besides that, since I like to focus on libraries and films, we had an excellent opportunity to interview the director of a very great film I just saw, All About Evil. Peaches Christ is a um, a character who is also president and CEO of Peaches Christ Productions who is played by Joshua Granell, the writer-director of All About Evil. Check out allaboutevilthemovie.com to see why it's related to the topic of libraries, which I haven't mentioned yet. Guess what? The lead character in this film is a librarian. I went to the world premiere, or one of the first showings in L.A. was last week at the L.A. Film Festival. And the lead character, played by Natasha Leon, which you might re remember her from American Pie, she is, her character is a librarian at the San Francisco Public Library. And she also runs a movie theater at night. So how perfect. Film and libraries. But turns out she f makes her own films about being quiet in the theater, which works with some people's idea of librarians having to have everything quiet, which isn't necessarily true. But she becomes a homicidal killer. As we find out watching this movie, she ends up even 
don't want to spoil the movie for you, but um, trying to kill a librarian in her film. So, hopefully we talk to Joshua about that, and um, that's going to be playing live um, July 11th at the Vista Theater in Los Angeles with a 4D experience from Peaches Christ herself pre-movie. I know a couple of people going to that. Definitely check that out if you get a chance. I just happened to be attending the LA Film Festival as press last week trying to get some interviews which I'll share with you in the coming weeks. I talked to some um, actors on the red carpet about libraries. As you can imagine, they were surprised by the question. Unfortunately, I did not get red access, red red carpet access to Twilight's Eclipse red carpet premiere. I would have loved to have asked Robert Pattinson and Taylor Lautner about what they thought about libraries. But I did go to the Cyrus red carpet premiere with John C. Riley, Marissa Tomei, and Jonah Hill. Unfortunately, I ended up not getting a chance to catch them. There are pictures, though, if you go to my website, which is linked to kci.org, or you could just try zebud.kci.org right there. So, libraries. Call us up at 949-824-5824 or instant message me at ZM Radio. You might wonder, where is that screen name from? Well, ZM Radio was the name of my music show here on KCI for oh, almost nine years. Um, we've been here since 2001 and working in the library since 2004 here. Actually, was music librarian for KCI for about two years. And there goes our music again. Just let's get a, a Wikipedia view of this. So, you know, a library is a collection of sources, resources, and services, and the structure in which it is housed. Also, it is organized for use and maintained by a public body, an institution, or a private individual. In the more traditional sense, a library is a collection of books. It can mean the collection, the building, or room that houses such a collection or both. The term library has itself acquired a secondary meaning, a collection of useful material for common use. This sense is used in fields such as computer science, mathematics, statistics, electronics, and biology. It can also be used by publishers in naming series of related books like the Library of Anglo-Catholic Theology, for example, and libraries often provide a place of silence for studying. Okay, so that's the first paragraph from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. Right there, if you look up a library, it says reading room is also another phrase libraries defined as. It, um, when I want to talk about that first paragraph, it's that the, the key word in that last sentence is often. 
Libraries often provide a place of silence for studying, but don't think of a whole library as being a place of silence. Because on the contrary, libraries are a great place for group study and discussion, academic and other. It's just I think of it as a space of free information with people that are ready to help you research anything you're interested in, not even necessarily for school. There usually are designated spaces which are reserved for silent time, but it's a great misconception that you must be silent in the library. Even cell phones are allowed. For instance, in the Newport Beach Public Library, they don't say no cell phone conversations inside. People are always on the cell phone. It's fine. I took a tour there. That's what they said. Believe me. So, anyways. Please call us at 949-824-5824. Moving on, you'll see um, public and institutional collections and services may be intended for use by people who choose not to or cannot afford to purchase an extensive collection themselves. Who need material? No individual can reasonably be expected to have or who require professional assistance with their research. In addition to providing materials, libraries also provide the services of librarians who are experts at finding and organizing information and at interpreting information needs. Now that's the second paragraph there. I like that they say librarians are experts at finding organizing and interpreting information needs. Maybe that's why it requires a master's because they're experts. But um, in the future, digital, digital space is the way it's lo looking towards. More and more library references done through instant messaging, text messaging, email, not necessarily in person, face-to-face, -face, which is good for worldwide needs. I mean, there's all types. Also, here's my favorite part. Let's move on to the third paragraph, which states, However, with the sets and collection of media and of media other than books for strong information, many libraries are now also repositories and access points for maps, prints, or other documents and various storage media such as microform, audio tapes, CDs, cassettes, videotapes, DVDs, and video games. Libraries may also provide public facilities to access subscription databases and the internet. Now more than anything, I see libraries being used for internet. Free internet. Free information. Libraries are great. Myself, I use libraries mainly for DVDs. Who needs a monthly DVDs service when there's a free service with your library card which is why I love the Newport Beach Public Library myself so hopefully in the weeks to come we'll get a chance to talk to the UCLA television and archives librarian 
whom I did contact and will be getting back to us. I also wanted to talk to the librarian at the Getty. And worldwide, you know, American Library Association headquarters are in Chicago. I'll be going there July 17th. So hopefully we can get some interviews from such a great organization. Also right now is the annual, or is it biannual, ALA conference, American Library Association conference, which I went to in Anaheim a couple years ago, and it's great to be in the, the Anaheim Convention Center, and all you see are librarians. You could tell there's all types. There's children's librarians for public libraries, for elementary schools. There's academic librarians, librarians from universities. There's art museum librarians, you know. There's law librarians. Everybody gets together, and there's booths full of books, bookmarks, posters, but also video games, because video games are part of libraries now. Nintendo was there, letting us try out the Wii Fit. That was right when it was coming out, so that was probably 2008, the summer, right there. It's really great to have access to that information. In a way, KCI is like a library on the airwaves because we house all these CDs and let's just be random and take a caller on air. Caller, you're out live on KCI. Hi, is this Ziba? Yes, this is Ziba. Hey Ziba, this is Joshua Grinnell calling in. Oh good, thanks so much. You're live on the air. I was just telling people about your movie I just saw. Oh great. Yeah, we saw that at L.A. Film Festival. Hopefully everybody yes. can hear him. And I was letting them know um, it's coming to L.A. at the Vista. Yes, it'll be at the Vista Theater um, on July 10th. Oh, the 10th. Okay, good. You corrected me then. So July 10th, everyone. Yep, and, um, and we're doing the full uh, sort of stage show hosted by Peaches Christ. And a lot of um, the actors from the movie will be performing as part of the show. Uh, Cassandra Peterson, who's better known as Elvira. Mistress of the Dark will be there. Uh, Thomas Decker will be there. And we just got news that Mink Stoll herself will be there as well. So it's going to be a big show. I loved her characters, particularly because she played the librarian, one of the librarians, correct? She did, and she's also uh, in every single one of John Waters' films. Yes, I took um, film school here at UCI, and we watched a lot of those. Um, the one with Divine and um, the Egg Eater. Oh, yeah. Well, Mink is Connie Marvel in that movie. She's the one who's competing with Divine to be the filthiest person alive. She has bright red hair, and she sets the trailer on fire. Oh, yes, I recall now. It's hard to picture... How she looks now as a librarian back to that time in the movie um, with Divine there. Yeah. But I really enjoyed how you used um, librarians as your main character. I mean, even though she becomes a, a killer, that's fine. You know, you bring librarians to the public eye. Yes. It, um, you know, I was, when I wrote the movie, I was actually living with someone who is a librarian. 
And so I kind of used him. He was, he's a male librarian, but I used his library stories for kind of um, inspiration. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I saw the San Francisco Public Library in your film. Uh, was that hard to get um, permission to film there or pretty easy? Well, we call it the, um, the San Francisco Public Library, and it was a public library in San Francisco, but it's not the main library. The main library is in the Civic Center, and it's huge. It's massive. And I wanted something a little smaller, a little creepier. So that's actually a library, a public library in the Presidio District of San Francisco. Um, and, you know, actually it wasn't that hard to get the location because we were working with the San Francisco Film Commission, who actually has a relationship with the public library. So the, the, the thing was is I, we just really didn't tell them everything that we were going to be shooting there because we didn't want them to be horrified. And as you know, there's a really, really disgusting scene that's shot in this, the children's section of the library. Oh, I did notice that. That was wonderful. And I loved how oh. the janitors played a part. Not to give any spoilers, but that's happened to me before, staying late at the library, where the janitors and you hear their music and it's, oh, there they are. Right, exactly. So I'm sure you got I'm that from your, your roommate stories such as that. We, we did, yes, for sure. So did your um, lead actress, uh, Natasha Leon, correct? Did she have to do any research into um, to how to portray a librarian? How did you come up with the costume and everything? Um, well, the costume designer um, and I just kind of, you know, we kind of wanted... Um, the, the movie, her character really goes from, um, like, kind of an A to Z, you know, um, arc of, of being the sort of the quiet... Um, librarian who kind of escapes through books and movies to, you know, this sort of um, empowered, well, sociopath. She, I mean, she kind of becomes a maniac. But, um, no, I don't, you know, I don't think Natasha, um, you know, did, did too much research um, into librarians. It was more about um, what it was like to be kind of, um, what's the word, you know, isolated and alone in the world, you know? Introverted, um, yes. Yeah, introverted and, um, you know, using movies and books, you know, um, as an escape um, and how that can all turn around, so. Yeah, I really caught the, the visual um, when she pulled down her hair right after yeah. her scene with the mother. I don't want to give too much away, but that really, oh, there she goes letting her hair down. Well, for me, it's like that cliched thing of like the you know the, 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 there's that, that that tired idea that there, that you know a, a, a naughty teacher or a naughty librarian you know it's like they're good by day and then sexy by night or something and instead of instead of it being that I kind of just wanted it to be more like um, playing with those ideas where she really, you know, she lets her hair down and she becomes empowered and instead of kind of being sexy or, or pornographic or something like that, she actually becomes really, you know, a leader. She becomes a director and, a, um, and, and you know, and, and a superstar, you know, the public starts kind of really um, enjoying what she's doing. They just don't know that she's actually killing people in her movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. the tricky part. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I loved her character, too, because that's, like, everything I'd love to do is I'd, like, direct and become a librarian and, you know, even star in some films, which I have on Vimeo. So right. tell, tell us about how you started 
directing films. How'd you get to where you are now? I um, started um, when I was a kid, you know, making little movies and um, doing um, theater, a lot of theater, and I just always knew that I wanted to be in show business, and um, I went to film school at Penn State University and um, made movies in college and then moved to San Francisco where I created my, you know, alter ego drag character of Peaches Christ, and so I started performing as Peaches, and Peaches kind of developed her own um, fan following and sort of a, a cult movie audience um, through through my live show, and I just kept making short films, um, and, and and one thing led to another, and I eventually re- wrote um, the screenplay for All About Evil, and uh, then set out to find financing. And the whole thing, you know, took about five years to get it really, you know, off the ground and made and all of that. Oh, that's excellent. And then you always had um, the idea for Elvira's, the character that plays Elvira, to be in the film, or that came later? No, it actually came later because, um, you know, I knew I knew Elvira, of course, as the character, um, but then I got to meet Cassandra, um, the, the actress who plays Elvira, um, through my midnight movie show. So Cassandra and I actually would go out and do shows together. Uh, my Peaches Christ character and Elvira would do these these live shows, and and through actually knowing her behind the scenes, uh, I got to see her as a mom and as a real person, you know, not as the the character. And so I I was I had read I had written the screenplay and kind of was like looking at her, going, "Hey, she'd be great in this role of a loving, concerned mom of a teenager who's really into horror movies." And how much fun would it be for her to play that part, you know, after being someone who promoted all this darkness and horror and everything, you know, the queen of Halloween. And so I just asked her if she would do it, and um, and she did. So, you know, and I think she does a really great job. She really does, and it's really excellent how you have the one scene in um, her son's bedroom with the poster above his bed. And <laughs> yeah. I caught kind that. Kind of a, a sick, weird inside joke. Yeah. yeah. I was waiting for someone to bring that up in the Q&A after the showing, and then no one mentioned her. Right, right. That's excellent. And then, so you're going to be in L.A. July 10th. Is that the only Southern California date? That's the only um, date uh, in Los Angeles for now. I mean, th- this road show is sort of how we're, 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 we're releasing the movie initially. Um, and this is, you know, the, the, they're very big shows, and, and there's a lot going on. So if anyone's interested in seeing it with the whole live uh, pre-show and that, that element, um, tickets are now on sale. You can, you can find uh, ticket information at peacheschrist.com. And I actually think tickets are going pretty quickly, so um, you don't want to wait till the last minute. And then the movie, of course, will be um, probably come back around without the show. Um, and it'll be available on all the usual, you know, platforms like DVD and video on demand and all that. But, of course, I'm really encouraging people, like, come see it with the show, you know, where you can actually see the actors from the movie performing and, and you know, playing dress-up and stuff. Yeah, that would have been great to have at the L.A. Film Festival. Of course, that's a whole nother. nother yeah, that's their whole thing. Yeah, exactly. That would have been wonderful. So, wait, one more uh, about the librarian character. So, did you initially wonder what's your um, day, your main character's day job going to be? Or you always knew librarian? 
Uh, I think I always knew a librarian because I think I um, had kind of decided that this woman was going to be someone who um, kind of escaped through books and music and had kind of become, um, you know, uh, you know, kind of wanted to live a quiet, um, cerebral life. And I just thought that would be a nice kind of, um, you know, artistically I thought it, it made sense to have her um, working in a library. It's like, you know, um, it kind of spoke to, to where she was. And that's great how there's film libraries and then not she wasn't necessarily in the film library, but then she works at the theater at night. Yeah, yeah she, she had to run the movie theater that her family owned because her father passed away. So, yeah, I just I love the script and I love the costume and the um, Really, go, go see it, everyone, if you have a chance. I highly suggest it. All About Evil, right there with Joshua as um, Peaches of Christ as well. Definitely check yeah. out the, the show. Well, thank you so much, Ziba. Thank you for having me on the air, and I hope to see um, I hope to see some of your listeners at the show. Definitely, July 10th at the Vista. So check that out. All About Evil, the movie.com, PeachesChrist.com. Yeah. And thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Thanks, Eva. You're Have welcome. a great day. You too. Right. Bye. Well, excellent. I really want to thank Joshua for calling in. It's really great to have guests on air, especially having to do with libraries and film. So now let's get to a little announcement, legal ID, and our song of the middle of our show will be some braid. 949-824-5824 again is the number. And once again, you just heard Joshua Grinnell, writer-director of All About Evil, a film right there, which I saw at the LA Film Festival, starring a librarian character, played by Natasha Leon. Check that out July 10th in Los Angeles at the Vista with a 4D show with Peaches Christ as well as Cassandra who plays Alvira, the character she's most known for. But in this film, she plays a mother, a mother that does not resemble Elvira all that much. So it's really interesting to see the character Elvira, the same actress that played the character of Elvira play the character of a mother in this film, a concerned mother that's against the horror film lifestyle idea. So this is, I highly suggest it. If you're into the cult, um, what we call cult trash campy film style, which I learned about here at UCI in film school here. Once again, thanks to Joshua. And let's get to our legal ID. You're tuned in to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Back here on the air with me, Ziba Z. Just want to remind you, you are listening to... 
our digital future, where librarians around the world discuss the digital future of our information spaces with your host, me, ZBZ. And apparently we're not limited to librarians here. Anything to do with librarians and libraries and film, media, art, visual studies, I enjoy it all. We just had Joshua call in, who wrote and directed the film All About Evil, which stars Natasha Leone as a homicidal librarian. This show will be eclectic, and we're on a roll with last week's guest being Virginia Allison and this week's guest being Joshua Grinnell. If you'd like to see that show July 10th, um, sounds like tickets are nearly sold out. I want to thank Tris Deza for providing wonderful background music. Hopefully you enjoy that. In a way similar to Cap'n Jazz, whom I want to mention are coming to town August 28th. They'll be at the Echoplex in Los Angeles. That's a Saturday night. They're having a reunion show, um, originally from Chicago, Illinois, which in my mind has to do with libraries because American Library Association headquarters is in Chicago, Illinois. Right? Okay, so that's August 28th, Saturday at the Echoplex. Tickets are still available. I just got a pair myself this week. Captain Jazz, if you like some 90s emo, which of course I do since you just heard some braid. Right there was Movie Clock Star for our middle song. And closing out the show will be some more braid. We'll stick to my three songs, a show deal. Starting off the show again, you heard Bell and Sebastian. That song there was Put the Book Back on the Shelf. Off of Push Barman to Open Old Wounds. If you have any library-related song requests for next week, I'd love to take them. Just email me at ziba, Z-I-B-A, at kci.org. Last week's request was for the song Librarian by My Morning Jacket, I believe. That's who it was by. Thanks to Greg again. And I'm pretty sure next week we're going to interview... The writer of Hollywood Librarian, a film made out of Australia. I'll let you know more about her next week. Let's talk some more about library, which you can find on Wikipedia. Let's see here. Um, modern libraries are increasingly being redefined as places to get unrestricted access to information in many formats from many sources. They are understood as extending beyond the physical walls of a building by including material accessible by electronic means and by providing the assistance of librarians in navigating and analyzing tremendous amounts of information with a variety of digital tools. So that there, I just read to you the fourth paragraph on Wikipedia's library entry. 
And that last sentence there is very related to this talk show or public affairs show, as you might refer to it. Here they said again, electronic means. We're increasingly redefining modern libraries. War material accessible by electronic means. It's a variety of digital tools now becoming more available at libraries. This is our digital future. Not to pound a dead horse over the head, as you might say. Maybe next week we'll get into the history of libraries. This is only the second show of the summer for Our Digital Future, hosted by me, ZBZ. I'm sure we have lots more to talk about. One hour a week, 5 to 6 p.m. If you'd like to participate in the conversation on libraries, call us up at 949-824-5824. That's UCI-KUCI. We've also got the AIM up. Instant message me at ZM Radio. If you're following um, KCI's Twitter, it's just KCI-FM. So if you go to twitter.com slash KCI-FM, you can see I posted two tweets within this hour. Retweet, please. We're underground music and talk since 1969 here at Irvine, KCI. And we're just about nearing the end of our hour. I'll get different background music for next week. And I'll get our podcast starting. Right now the MP3 from last week's show isn't up. But soon last week's and this week's will be up. In full minus the full songs, of course, because that would be copyright infringement, which we know a lot about in the library world lots of copyrighted material and issues out there for share that's an interesting topic which perhaps as suggested by Virginia we'll have Lucas Hildebrand who wrote a book on copyright issues come we'll invite him to come on the show as he was one of my favorite professors for film here at UCI (laughs) so again You'll see the KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. But let's hear it again. And I want to thank you for listening to Our Digital Future every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Hope you tune in next week. And feel free to email topics, questions, comments, concerns to zeba at kci.org or check out our website specifically for our digital future we have zeba.kci.org up and running until next week stay informed for free at your local public library or at your local academic library or more.
Thank you. And I want to remind you that coming up next at 6 p.m. is the lovely Piranha Wall with Deep Sea Diving. A show 6 to 8 p.m. for Seekers of the Buried Treasure. We eat it up. I'm very pleased to be followed by Piranha Wall once a week now for the summer. I'll see you next week. Or you'll hear me next week, rather, or something. Here you go. You are listening to KUCI-FM in Irvine. Uh, oh, what is that? That smells like a dead cat covered in old shrimp. <laughs>